Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. It's time now for our daily tech and business report. Today we're joined by Bloomberg Entertainment reporter Lucas Shaw. YouTube will stop investing in original programming to focus its efforts elsewhere. Lucas, YouTube doesn't even seem to to come into the conversation when we talk about You know, these good shows that we've been watching on Netflix, Prime, Apple TV, HBO, and the myriad other choices we have. What kind of shows was it producing? Hold on one sec. Okay, go ahead, Lucas. Hey, Lucas, can you hear me? I can hear you. Okay, did you hear my question? Want me to repeat it? I did not. I'm sorry about that. That's okay. I just wonder what what sorts of shows that YouTube was was producing. So there was sort of a cycle. When they first started, they were making... high-end scripted comedies and and dramas. The most famous project to come out of that by far was Cobra Kai, which which later got sold to Netflix, um, in part because it didn't belong on what YouTube was trying to do anymore. Then they started devoting more of their their money and resources to unscripted programming. There was a a fitness show with Kevin Hart uh, and and documentaries about musicians uh, like Demi Lovato, and uh, and then with with the news this week, they really don't want to do any of that anymore. They'll still fund programs for kids and and from black creators, which are just two areas of concern for the company. But they're not going to be making you know much of what one considered more traditional television anymore. Okay, so you said it, that some of these shows didn't align with what YouTube is trying to do. What are they trying to do? What is their focus? <laughs> uh, you know, at a company as big and sprawling as YouTube, there's there's usually a bunch of different priorities at the same time, but two of the huge ones right now are shorts, which is their short-form video product. I know it sounds kind of strange. YouTube started as short-form video, but now shorts is even shorter than YouTube. It's more the length of the average TikTok video. You know, we're talking 15 seconds, 30 seconds. Um, and then live shopping, which has been a big push for YouTube in the, the past few years. You know, they want videos where people can interact with and buy products uh, based on uh, based on what they're seeing in the video, sort of a sign of the growing competition between Amazon and, and YouTube and Google more broadly for advertising dollars on the Internet. Is that where all these unboxing videos come from? Well, unbo- I mean, unboxing videos, I think, inspired their desire to to do this. You know, you have all of these people already opening and talking about products, and it, it makes sense that you would try to make it a little bit easier for them to buy the thing that they're already watching a video of. It, but inter- that kind of interactive video is something that a lot of companies have tried in recent years, and nobody's really cracked, at least not in the U.S. You know, I wonder what most people use YouTube for. I mean, I... I use it for, you know, if I want to figure out how to change the clock in my car. I mean, things like that. How-to videos I I love. Sure. I I use it for yoga or some at-home workouts. Uh, I certainly watch music videos or or catch up on some sports highlights from time to time. I mean, that's one of the remarkable things about YouTube as a platform is it really does offer something for everyone. And it's easier to use. Now, I'm going to show my age here, but I'm not quite sure how to search stuff on TikTok. 
Well, yeah, TikTok is not quite as intuitive, and they don't. It doesn't have kind of profiles or it. The you know the channels that people use in quite the same way. Most people who use TikTok are just sort of swiping on that main for you page uh, and and letting the algorithm do its work. But it's not as easy to navigate, which is I think one of the challenges for TikTok as it tries to build out its advertising business. Although it's got a younger audience, right? I mean, they, the people who use it yeah. know how to use it. Absolutely, and, and one of the reasons that YouTube has invested so much money into its short program and to this fund that it has for creators to use it is because it's worried both that younger viewers are using TikTok instead of YouTube, but also that kind of the, the next class of, of creators is making going to make videos for TikTok instead of YouTube. Yeah, I mean, the, pretty much the way I see TikTok is my daughter sends them to me, and I look at them and then maybe look at a few others while I'm there. So is YouTube going to continue to make money doing this? Yeah. I, well, I guess it depends on whether you're talking about profit or not. You know, from a revenue standpoint, YouTube is, is massive. It's at this point even bigger than Netflix. It is not, uh, as far as we know, very profitable, although I don't believe that they break that out. Um, you know, but the, the, yeah, they, they're going to focus on making money with their core business, which is having a video site that anyone and everyone can use and watch videos on and, and then sell you a bunch of advertising. All right. Good to talk to you. Thanks for the time. That is Lucas Shaw, Bloomberg Entertainment Reporter. You can hear our Tech and Business Report weekdays at 1230 on KCBS. For more, tune into Bloomberg TV at 2 p.m. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.